morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick as well as Big J. Welcome to the fifth day of October 2021. It is a Tuesday. Hopefully it's a good one. Start out with an apology, Big J. When uh, we wrapped up the show yesterday, I, I forgot to give you the floor. And uh, You son of a... I feel bad about that, and so I wanted to apologize. Okay. So, uh, because... Jeez, that was... I know you, man, you gear up for stuff like conscious? that. Yeah, I couldn't sleep very well last night. I was like, man, I really screwed Big J there. And it wasn't done on purpose. Uh, so I wanted to at least apologize. Well, you know what everybody missed? National Taco Day. Oh, is that what you ended up having for dinner? No. Are you serious? Yeah, serious. Uh, I did not. I thought for sure that was a given. Well, uh, here's the thing. I was by myself for dinner. Okay. So... Uh, I've actually, it, it's on the menu for tonight. Tuesday, Taco yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, after but um, I just didn't have a chance to. Well, then what did Big J have for dinner all by his lonesome? Leftovers. Oh, wait, did you have actual leftovers? Yeah. Because you were on vacation for such a long time. Yeah, no, we got back and it was poor street, so we had to start cooking food at home again. <laughs> Very nice. Well, hopefully it was an enjoyable dinner. Uh, at least for the time being, because now the house is full of people in love again, correct? Yeah, love. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of which, hopefully you love today's show, as it will be a busy one, man. We are not messing around. We That's have right. streaming dumbass today that we have to do. We have to recap the morning after Fantasy Football League for the first time in two weeks. We have to do all sorts of cool things, fun and exciting. Give you a chance to win tickets to things give you a chance to get qualified for an ATV that we're giving away, as well as bring you some humor and some entertainment and some information over the course of the next four hours. That is our goal. Will we complete our mission? Questionable at best, but we're sure going to give it the old college try. We're going to start things off this morning here uh, with some music. Rob Zombie's kicking off the morning after. We got some Dragula here on the X Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Once again, Big J, I am sorry. After 40 drawings without a big Powerball winner, a single ticket last night sold in California, ended up matching all six numbers, and was the lucky winner of the nearly $700 million jackpot prize. One ticket! Winning numbers were 12, 22, 54, 66, and 69, dude. 69? Powerball was 15. Thanks to nearly four months of final ticket sales, the Powerball jackpot climbed to $699.8 million. That was the seventh largest U.S. lottery in U.S. history. Uh, No one had won the game's grand prize since June 5th. Now, this is where it gets a little fishy to me. I'm not trying to, to start a conspiracy theory, but it is weird to me that, you know... The very first jackpot since they decided to extend how many drawings they do per week uh, was such a big deal. You know what I mean? It became such a big moment. It really it really amplified the fact that you can have more chances at drawings, which is a interesting coincidence. But either way, I'm happy for it. Uh, the winning ticket was sold at an Albertsons in Morro Bay, located along the state's central coast. The winner will be able to choose between the annuity option, which is paid over 29 years, or the straight-up cash option of $496 million after taxes. So I'm pretty sure you take the cash option, right? Yeah, you take the cash option, and then you uh, try to buy a home in Meridian. That's right. Good luck. Uh, easier said than done, though, millionaire. We'll see what you can end up pulling off. 
Congratulations to the Los Angeles Chargers. They beat the Raiders last night, 28-14 on Monday Night Football. Raiders got their first defeat of the season, leaving the Arizona Cardinals as the only undefeated team in the National Football League. Justin Herbert, good game, 222 yards through the year, three touchdowns. He also completed his 500th pass in his 19th start. He becomes the first quarterback in the Super Bowl era to reach 500 before his 20th start. Austin Eckler had a good game as well, uh, 117 yards and a couple of touchdowns in the game, 145 yards total from scrimmage. But did you enjoy the game, Big J? Not really. Yeah, it was kind of a the first, yawner. It was, uh, it was like, uh, I'm done. Yeah. Raiders tried to make a game of it in the third quarter, but then it was, it was pretty much over by the time the third quarter was halfway over itself. So a uh, good win by the Chargers last night. Plus the lightning delay, bizarre. Yeah. Be- <laughs> Because for a while, people were making fun of John Gruden for asking, it's a dome. It's The dome is closed. Why do we have to stop? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it is interesting, but you got to keep everybody as safe as you possibly can. Lindsay Lohan is getting into the podcast business, Big J. She is partnering with Red Arrow Studios on the pod, which will land early uh, next year, probably. Lohan is set to share her, quote, authentic voice, which is basically a nice way of calling her a chain smoker. And listeners will get a chance to experience never-before-seen side of the star. She's also set to star in kind of like a career reboot, courtesy of Netflix. She's got a rom-com that she has been cast in as well, so you have that to look forward to, too. You still remember when there was a time when Big J, I believe Lindsay Lohan was near the top of the Big J to-do list. Is oh, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, is that no. anywhere near the no. case? I mean, no. she hasn't changed much looks-wise, so what happened? I don't know. Your taste has changed? I think she... Her- I think she's changed a little bit. I think she's had some work done. Yeah, I feel like uh, maybe a little bit. But either way, uh, she is coming into podcast form, so you can get more Lindsay Lohan than you ever thought possible beginning soon. Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Every single Tuesday that the two of us are here, we play a round of Streaming Dumbass. If you're not familiar, uh, we basically have three particular movies that maybe, just maybe... Big J hasn't encountered in his personal or professional life. We strip away the stars of those movies, the directors, the writers, the studio that brought you stuff. We're left with just something called a very brief plot description. And based only on that plot description, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in 24 hours. These are the parameters of streaming. Dumbass, do you accept your mission, Big J? I accept them. Then we shall move forward. And just so you know, we're running the gamut today, Big J. We're all over the map on these movies. All right. So there's no rhyme or reason to it. You just have to select one that you think you might enjoy. Are you ready? I'm ready. Philip is a wealthy man who needs a caretaker to help him with his day-to-day routine in his New York penthouse, so he decides to hire a struggling parolee who's trying to reconnect with his ex and his young son. Despite coming from two different worlds, an unlikely friendship starts to blossom, dude. Hoo-ah! Movie number two. That sounds like something about a woman. I don't even know what you're talking about. What is something about a woman? Isn't that that Al Pacino movie? Scent of a Woman. Scent of a Woman. And no, they're both lawyers. It's a very different movie altogether. Movie number two. Four friends head to Hawaii to investigate reports of a haunting in hopes of finding the infamous half-faced girl. When they arrive, they soon learn you should be careful what you wish for. Now that sounds like something about a woman. Wrap it up with movie number three. A psychiatrist's life gets turned upside down when a patient gets a little too close and he allows her brother to become involved with his own family. Oh. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three, bro? Uh, you're right. These are all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
What was movie number one subscription again? That was the scent of a woman one that you thought. The wealthy man who needs a caretaker to help him with his day-to-day routine in the New York penthouse. The... Yeah, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to go to movie number two. Oh, okay. You're going to go with horror movie, huh? Yeah, why not, man? It's October. All right. You pick the only one that has nobody that you've heard of. I guarantee that. Movie number one was called The Upside. That stars Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart. You missed oh, a man. movie number three called Every Breath You Take. That stars Casey Affleck and Michelle Monaghan. I'm all right with missing that one. You'll be watching movie number two, which is called The Resort. It stars Michelle Randolph and Brock O'Hearn. Brock O'Hearn? It is available on Hulu for you to watch at your leisure, as long as that leisure falls within the next 24 hours sometimes. Uh, so that is the movie that Big J will be watching tonight called The Resort. You can watch it if you have a Hulu subscription, and you can compare and contrast your review with his, which should happen about 24 hours from now. Here's traffic. All right. Sounds promising. Does it? Yeah. The Half-Faced Girl? The Resort. You're all in? How about we see what's going on with the TDS Fiber Traffic Center, brought to you by CHF Home Furnishings. Here comes CB. Eastbound 94 is up to speed between Nampa and Boise. The connector... What's going on? Today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Yesterday, Big J was pure unadulterated chaos on the internet because, well, the largest, well, hell, the two largest social networks in the entire world yesterday were on Operation Shutdown. Facebook, as well as Instagram, and also WhatsApp, which it owns. We're struck by an hours-long global outage yesterday. Began around 11.40 a.m. Eastern Time. That would be about 9.40 our time. And service wasn't restored until about six hours later, dude. Oh, my God. Facebook said that last night the root cause was a faulty configuration change. And it's working to learn more about what happened. But all it did was make everybody jump on Twitter and complain about Facebook and Instagram, which is what we do at this point. When one social network goes down, we jump to and flock to the other four that we're a part of. And then when one of those is down as well, then we're down to just the other two that we're a part of. But we still find a way to complain about the other ones that we're also on almost constantly. Uh, As we have pivoted to almost exclusively an online lifestyle, these are the things that affect us and, uh, you know, we have fun with. So there's that. And then we go back on to those social networks when they're back up and then post memes complaining about how they were dead. This is our lives. And it is a vicious circle that we had decided to run around in ourselves. But uh, did you uh, happen to notice, enjoy that Instagram and Facebook were down? Uh, I did notice it, and uh, I felt bummed for a lot of businesses I know that rely upon Instagram and Facebook uh, to make their living. And it sucks. So I felt bad for them. Yeah. Mostly because I couldn't find the taco trucks I wanted to find. <laughs> I see. Uh, well, I'm, they're not on Twitter? They, You know what? They, they're they not using Twitter. At least the local ones here don't really use Twitter as much as they probably should. All right. Uh, perhaps a valuable lesson was learned yesterday for those businesses then. I doubt it. Don't put all your eggs in one bat. Skit. Bubba Wallace uh, got his first NASCAR Cup Series win yesterday at Talladega Speedway in Alabama. He's only the second black driver to ever win on the Cup Series level after Wendell Scott did it way back in 1963 before you were even a twinkle in your father's eye, Big J. 
The 27-year-old Wallace had moved into the front of the field five laps before the second rain delay of the race. NASCAR tried to drive the track for nearly 45 minutes, but eventually just called the race. And so congratulations to Bubba Wallace for picking up the win yesterday. Doesn't look like Luis Rojas is going to continue to be the manager of the New York Mets. He was let go yesterday after two losing seasons, the team declining his option for a third year. The news came one day after the Mets finished third in the NL East. As Steve Cohen's first year's owner of the team, no new manager was named, at least not yet. So they're going to be looking for the next person to drive them right into the ground. Michael Imperioli, Big J, he sat down with the Hollywood Reporter to discuss the movie The Many Saints of Newark and confessed that during the filming, his understanding of the iconic character Christopher Moltisanti changed. He said that the new role made me think that Christopher was doomed from the start, from birth, and it's almost like imprinted in his genetics, so it changed The Sopranos for him, and he played one of the damn characters, Big J. Damn. And I'll say this, as a Sopranos fan and a viewer of The Many Saints of Newark, I felt the Christopher Moltisanti side of things was completely unnecessary and very much confusing to me during the course of the movie. But that, again, is just my opinion of it, uh, as I have grown to like it less and less as more time has gone away from me watching The Many Saints of Newark and processing what actually happened on television. But uh, you, having not seen a majority of The Sopranos, I'd be interested to get your take on it if you ever actually decide to sit down and watch it. Okay. And wonder if it, if, if it, you know, because of my connection to The Sopranos and how I had this preconceived notion going in and how it didn't meet that, I wonder how it would make it feel to you who did not watch any of the series or if it even matters not. Or is it like a, a good movie when it's not attached to The Sopranos or is it just a bad movie overall? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and I don't think you're going to tell me anytime soon. Morning after with <laughs> Nick and Big J. There's tell you tomorrow. You're important. Instead of the resort. <laughs> Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Like slipping into an old pair of beer-stained sweatpants, we are going back to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell Story, Big J. Oh, man. Florida. There we're going to meet 46-year-old Matthew Cusimano. And Matthew got himself into some trouble, Big J. You see... Uh, it was around 3 o'clock in the morning, and he was riding his bicycle. He didn't have a light on, dude, and you know that's against the law. That's how people get hit and killed, you understand? Yeah, it's dangerous. Dangerous. And so police happened to see him riding on his bicycle down a Florida roadway, and they're like, you know what? He doesn't have a light on. We should make sure this guy's on the up and up. Plus, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. A little bit weird to be you know, going out for a bike ride. So police did end up uh, you know, making contact with the gentleman and saying, hey, listen, it's against the the law for you to be out here bicycling without a light on. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, officers, I didn't know. And that's when they decided to search the man, Big J. Found out that he uh, had a fugitive warrant issued for his arrest in June after he failed to appear in Missouri court on felony drug charges. And so they're like, well, Matt, first of all, we're going to take you in for failure to appear. Secondly, that gives us the opportunity to search him. And so they did. They searched him. And sure enough, Big J... They found two glass drug pipes and 10 grams of a crystal substance that reportedly Matthew admitted was methamphetamine. But that's when he pulled out the old excuse book, Big J. Why do you have methamphetamine on you, dude? And that is when Matthew said that it was for medicinal usage. And the cops were like, I was not aware that there's such a thing as medicinal meth. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's a big thing in Missouri. I just don't have my card on me. And they're like, we know pretty much a lot 
about drug laws across the country. We know they're differing sometimes from state to state, but we also know there's absolutely 100% no such thing as medicinal meth. And he's like, well, listen, that's what I got. What are you going to do? And so, of course, they arrested him for possession of drugs and drug paraphernalia as well. Never a good look and always got to make sure you are familiar with the excuses you're going to pull out. Because I don't think anybody's going to believe the medicinal meth excuse. No. Also, would love to know, like, you know, I I wonder how far down the path the officers took that. Like, I would love to know, like, to get a little bit deeper and go, okay, oh, I really, I didn't know that. What what are the... uh, the medicinal qualities that meth can help you with. I would love to know that. Keeps you awake. Yeah, what medical condition is that? Oh, yeah, I've got narcolepsy, so my medicinal meth really helps with that. Keeps you thin. So, uh, and so he is obviously facing a lot of charges and, of course, expedition back to the fun state of Missouri for the other charges that he is facing, too. So there's that. Not a great day for Matthew and it all started because he decided to take a bike ride at 3 o'clock in the morning without his lights on his bicycle although I will be probably perfectly honest he you know he could probably thank the meth for that too I'm betting he wouldn't be out for a 2.45 a.m. bicycle jaunt if he wasn't Ohio meth right yeah he'd be in bed like a normal person morning after with Nick and Big J valuable lessons learned this morning here on we're going to hell We'll carry those lessons over to the morning after Fantasy Football League and recap week number four. That is next on the X Rock. Green Day and Holiday here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Whoa. For the first time in two weeks, it is time to recap the morning after Fantasy Football League. Big J, when you last talked about your team, you were in pretty good shape. How have the last two weeks treated you? Not good, man. Not good. Oh, no. Yeah, I was happy with things, and then uh, so the injuries started to cascade, and got a bunch of people out, and uh, doing my best to replace them, and having some good success with some of those, but not enough uh, this week, as uh, I take a big L going up against discount double check. Uh, Dak Prescott, you know, consistent, showed up, 27 points. Leonard Fournette has been great. Um, he uh, scored me 16 points, and Nick Chubb, probably not the greatest performance, but uh, he got me 11 and a half points. And uh, Jacoby Myers, who I had picked up to uh, replace uh, Jarvis Landry, has uh, been great the last couple weeks. He scored 16 points, but then it just got ugly. CeeDee Lamb, who uh, you know was hoping would get a little more looks there into the end zone, uh, only scored three points for me. Travis Kelsey, obviously one of my top picks, Nick. He, he only scored six points. All those touchdowns going to Tyreek Hill so yeah it sounds like uh, the guys that have been staples for you have been had the issues this week yeah exactly and uh, I had some uh, last minute like uh, I don't know what I should do here in my flex position and I picked up uh, Trevor uh, Sermon uh, who is of course on the 49ers and he was getting you know running back one status there and uh, did did okay got 8.9 points and then Justin Tucker got me 11 points and the Colts just didn't uh, you know they're uh, they're suspect there with eight points from the defense going up against Jalen Hurts who scored a little bit more than my quarterback he had 28 points uh, he had uh, Edmonds from Arizona uh, scoring some points there 17 points he, he kind of messed up he left Ezekiel Elliott on his bench and I'm not sure what happened there uh, he had uh, Hines from Indianapolis in there only scoring one point Mike Evans uh, wide receiver there for the Bucks scored 14 and a half points Calvin Ridley's always solid 
man. 15 points from him there. And, uh, I, and I'm not sure if... <laughs> If this is a result of a message I sent, uh, discount double check, because the very about 45 minutes into the games, he had Rob Gronkowski still in his lineup, and I sent a message. I'm like, hey man, you know Gronk's out. You should probably replace him. He put in uh, Knox, tight end for the Buffalo Bills, and he immediately uh, got in there and scored a couple touchdowns, scored 20 points. Jameson Crowder got him 19 points. Uh, he had a hell of a game, 131 points uh, against me, and uh, he is the top of our division. So uh, congratulations, discount double check. And you fall to one and three on the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's a long season now. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, it's the same season, same length for us. Not necessarily a long season for the uh, the good people of the the regular fan of NFL, but for us it's still the same 16 weeks. But either way, uh, congratulations to Allen for his victory. Uh, meanwhile, on the Pickle Nick side of things, uh, things have been going well. Big J, yeah. Uh, I am. Uh, I was heading into this week three and zero, going up against the only other undefeated team in the league. That would be Tenacious D. And Jim was coming off some pretty high scoring games. Man, he is the highest scoring team in the league. And uh, quite frankly, listen, I can admit this when it happens. I got lucky with a victory this week. Uh, Tenacious D just had one of those down weeks. I mean, he got really nothing out of Tom Brady, who had a really kind of a pedestrian game on uh, Sunday night. He didn't get much out of Aaron Jones for the Packers. Miles Gaskin for the Dolphins got him literally three yards, and that's it. Uh, Off game for Amari Cooper. Cooper Cup really didn't show up either as the uh, Arizona defense was able to shut him down. His best performance was out of Dalton Schultz, the tight end for the Cowboys, who got him 17 points. But that was it. Off game for Adam Thielen as well. Negative points out of his defense. The Rams, who saw that coming? And so he was only able to put up 79 points. And on the flip side of that, I was able to put up 111. I got a pretty good performance out of Najee Harris, who has proven to be a really good early pick for me so far. Stefan Diggs had 18 points. I got 20 points out of my flex position on Thursday night. James Robinson for the Jaguars, who got me 20 points. And that was really it. I I overcame a a really terrible game by Baker Mayfield, who I thought was going to light up the Minnesota defense, which is why he found himself in my lineup. And overcame Chris Godwin, who also didn't have that great of a game, and TJ Hawkinson, who's had two pretty kind of awful games in a row. But it was enough to get me to go to 4-0. and oh. So I am the lone undefeated team in the morning after Fantasy Football League, which is crazy. But I also know, again, I got lucky. I only would have beaten like three other teams this week. So it was a matchup thing for me, but I certainly will me. take it. <laughs> I certainly will take it. Uh, congratulations to No Punt Intended, picking up their second win of the year over Sack Tees, over 134 to 104. Uh, big game out of Daniel Jones and Derrick Henry for uh, for No Punt Intended. And uh, Suck got a good performance out of Aaron Rodgers and a great performance out of McLaurin, the wide receiver for Washington, but just not enough to give Tracy the victory. She falls to one and three. Lanny improves to two and two. The dead will tell will end up picking up their first win of the year with a big 136 uh, point performance and another big win over Courtney as uh, he was able to ride huge performances from Cordell Patterson and Patrick Mahomes and Debo Samuel. I mean, that was a three-headed monster. Each of those guys putting up over 30 points for him to give him a 
136. Uh, high score for Courtney was her quarterback, uh, Josh Allen, for the Buffalo Bills, but uh, only 91 points out of Courtney, so not enough to get the victory. And in the closest matchup of the weekend, it was every day I'm wrestling Melanie picking up her second win of the year, thanks to a performance from Russell Wilson, as well as uh, Jonathan Taylor for Indianapolis and uh, Johnson, the wide receiver for the Steelers, knocking off our defending champion, Dell, who falls to 1-3. Uh, great performance out of uh, the wide receiver and uh, running back combo of Austin Eckler last night. Almost enough to carry him to victory. Uh, and Boyd as well, the wide receiver for the Bengals, but uh, didn't get a great performance out of Lamar Jackson. Chris Carson for the Seahawks kind of let him down a little bit and negative four points out of his defense, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, had he had a serviceable defense in there, he might have picked up the victory because the final score was 119 to 112 and just a tough luck, tough luck loss for Dell. That's his second one uh, in single digits this year. So he falls to one and three. But the big winner of the weekend, Big J, was hi, I'm Big J and I'm a moron. Picking up their third victory of the year. Any comments on the team name though, Big J? Uh no. No comment. <laughs> All right. Uh, huge performance. So far, the biggest performance of the season for any player. Tyreek Hill, 47.6 points in this PPR league Man. with uh, ah. three touchdowns and 186 yards receiving, plus all the catches. That's enough to lead anybody to victory. But then you, 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 you know, put together the fact that Saquon Barkley had a 30-point performance and Montgomery for Chicago had a 22, and Herbert had 22 last night, gave him 176 points for the weekend. Big win over Tanya, who put up a good performance herself. Uh, you know, 126, a great performance out of uh, DJ Moore for Carolina, as well as uh, Jefferson, the wide receiver for the Vikings. But, you know, it's one of those tough luck losses. Like 126 points gives you a win against a lot of teams in this league, just not this week going up against Wayne and his big performance. So congratulations to Wayne for being the high scorer of the week. Who do you have in week five, Big uh, I'm going up against Wayne's kid. <laughs> All right. Who's selecting his uh, players. Uh, that's a dig against his team name. Well done, Big J. Solid smack talk. I'll be taking on No Punt Attended this week, trying to continue. Excuse me. I'll be taking on The Dead Will Tell this week, trying to continue my undefeated streak. We will see if I can do that. And I hope it continues, man. Oh, no. I, really? Yeah. All right. I'll take it. I'll well, listen, it. I, I, a couple years ago, it would, all it was was me trying to tear you, know, you down because I didn't want you to be better than me. Uh-huh. But at this point, one of us damn has got to get to the end of this. I don't care who it is. <laughs> Somebody's got to win this thing for crying out loud. It's our league. It's, it's clearly not going to be me. So, Well, you never know. Listen, it's a long season, as somebody once said not too long ago. So you could turn this thing around. I have what seems to be the players. I mean, three just... losses is not a, a death kneel. I mean, you have some time to figure this out. It's just got to overcome some injuries and hopefully get a little bit of luck and have your you know big-name players perform, and you'll be able to be okay. I need some luck. And maybe this week will be the way you turn it around. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. We all know that during the early part of the pandemic, uh, our mental health was not exactly at its most pristine. Agree or disagree? Agreed. But now the numbers are starting to come in, and they're not great. Boston University researchers found that depression, not only was it bad, and when COVID started, it persisted and worsened throughout the first year of the entire pandemic. Researchers found about 33% of U.S. adults experienced elevated depressive symptoms in 2020 compared to about 28% in the early months of the pandemic. 
and then about 9% before the pandemic. So that's triple the amount of depressed adults from when the panic, before the pandemic started to after it began. Most significant predictors of depressive symptoms during the pandemic were low household income, not being married, the experience of multiple pandemic-related stressors. According to the study author, the sustained and increasing prevalence of elevated depressive symptoms suggests that the burden of the pandemic on mental health has been ongoing and that it's also been unequal. you got to go back to the Great Depression, Big J, before you're going to find uh, people that were a little bit sadder than they were over the course of the last year plus. So. Damn. It'll give you an idea of how important mental health is and how you truly are not alone if you're having those particular feelings. doesn't make it any easier sometimes, but at least maybe it will help kind of take the edge off of one of those stressors, which is like, why do I feel this way? Does anybody else feel this way? And the answer is, well, because it's unprecedented times and also because, yes, other people do. So maybe that'll help a little bit, but, you know, put your mental health first and get as well as you can during this stuff because... It's uh, it's a long road to hoe, and it's been going on for a while, and you need to feel as good as you possibly can. Chargers beat the Raiders last night, 28 to 14. Justin Herbert, three touchdowns, 222 through the air. Also completed his 500th pass, which he did in the 19th start, which is a record. Nobody had done it before. 20 starts before. Austin Eckler, probably the star of the game, however, 117 yards on the ground, and then another 45 through the air and scored two touchdowns. So a pretty good day for him as well as the Chargers knocked off the Raiders from the ranks of the unbeaten. Federal authorities searched the Washington football team's training facility yesterday, executing a search warrant in connection to an investigation into head athletic director Ryan Vermillion, according to media reports. He was put on administrative leave yesterday for what the team called an ongoing criminal investigation unrelating to the club. Uh, Washington can't seem to get out of their own way. They seem to hire terrible people that do terrible things on a fairly regular basis. And this one's not even Dan Snyder's fault. Ryan actually followed Ron Rivera from the Panthers. So whatever was going on is one of those deals where don't know what kind of criminal case it is, don't know what kind of stuff he's attached to, but it can't be good, and he's also got the team involved in it, which is never good, right? Yeah, and it involves drugs. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's crazy. So get your bleep together. I mean, what's the last time this happened? It was, uh, well, it was baseball. It was Barry Barry Bonds, right? Barry Bonds, yeah. The Balco stuff. Yeah, look out. Dave Chappelle is returning to Netflix tomorrow with a special called The Closer. Stan Lathan, who directed all of his Netflix work previous, will also helm this one. Comes out officially tomorrow. It's billed as a sixth chapter that wraps up his Emmy award-winning specials. Excuse me, it comes out today. So you have an opportunity to check it out on Netflix if you are so inclined and you find yourself to be a Dave Chappelle fan. This also completes his contract with the network, although I'm guessing with all the awards that was attached to it, We'll see something a little bit further down the road from Dave Chappelle and Netflix. But it's up there if you want to check it out and have a laugh or two. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yes, indeed. We've got a great morning after prize package here for you as we're going to get you qualified 
for that awesome Can-Am 570 Outlander uh, four-wheeler. Of course, uh, thanks to our friends at Birds of Prey Motorsports, Larry H. Miller, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Victory Greens, and the Boise Army Navy Store. We're going to hook somebody up with this here October 18th. Uh, we also have tickets for you. And coming to town on Saturday, baby. Scatterday. Uh, Saturday. Scatterday. Scatterday. Oh, my, my favorite day. Oh, I love Scatterday. Uh, is a great show at the Rev Center. Skillet. Adelita's Way. It's going to be fantastic. All right. Nice little prize package here. If you want in, you're going to have to defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown. We're going to focus on TV shows here. 208-287-1003 is our phone number. And we'll see if you've got what it takes to knock off Radio's Big J and feel pretty good about yourself. Let's go to the phones. Get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hi, how you doing? We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? James. All right, James, you're up first. James, on the television show Home Improvement, how many children did the Taylors have? Three. Three is correct. Right. Three boys. Big J, multiple choice question for you. Which of the following TV shows aired for the most seasons? Ready? Mm Mm-hmm. 24, House, Lost, or Breaking Bad? Uh, I'm going to go with 24. Right. That is correct. Twenty. How many seasons do you think 24 ran for? I think four. Four or five. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Right. Really? Nine. House ran for eight. Lost ran for six. Breaking Bad ran for five. Uh, we are going back to you, sir. On which sitcom would you find the character Steve Urkel? Family Matters. Family Matters. Right. Oh, is correct. Did I do that? Big J, in which city is the hit television show Dexter set in? Uh, let's go with Orlando, Florida. Oh, you're close. Wrong. Tampa Bay, Florida? Wrong. Miami, Florida. Right. Third time is I a knew charm. I Florida. Third Damn. time is a charm. Considering I've never watched an episode, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, I think you and I talked about it. But either way, uh, congratulations to you, sir. You got yourself some skillet Adelaide's Way tickets for Saturday. You're qualified to win that ATV as well. And you can wear yourself the Pop Culture Smackdown crown for the day. Way to go. There is crown your King nothing. Pop Culture Smackdown. Some headlines are next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Need a car loan do-over? Get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know the money you hear about all the time on the X? It's right there. GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Congrats, I guess. The old Big J story and attention haters. The old Big J story. Imagine finding your missing cat inside the wall of your home, Big J. Oh, you punch right through that thing and get that cat out of there. A young lady posted a photo of her recently renovated bathroom and said she heard some meowing coming from behind a nearly a newly tiled wall. She then realized that her cat must have been hiding behind the wall when the tiles were fitted and it becomes stuck. In a video, a man calls out a cuts out a small square at the bottom of the wall, and then a black cat can be seen poking its head out. Oh, sure. Be responsible. Well, I think it's about maybe, you know, putting something in the wall that's fairly easy to fix. Much easier to fix a professionally cut out square than you punching the wall and pulling your cat out. Although each had the same result. The cat was safe and out of the wall, correct, in your situation yeah, as well? Yeah, also I'll say the guy who probably cut the hole in the wall, probably sober at the time. Yeah, yeah. You were hammered when you were punching the wall? Hammered, man. <laughs> hammered. Did you ever fix that hole? 
No. <laughs> Home abandoned. <laughs> you got your cat and got the F out of yeah. it. Yeah. Congrats, I guess, or attention haters. Attention haters. Some people think that candy corn is the best part of Halloween. What? Those people are wrong. They should be executed. Uh, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> well, that might be a bit okay. extreme. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I, I let the best of my emotions get out. But, uh, I, you know, whatever side you're on, we'll note that we just learned that candy corn seriously is made of bugs. The confectioner's glaze that coats the colorful treat contains lac resin. Now, this lac resin is actually a goo that a tropical critter called the lac bug secretes to protect itself, and that's what they use to coat the candy corn, which makes me realize, yeah, A, it's gross, but B, see, this is maybe why I subconsciously have always hated candy corn. Uh, Number one, it doesn't taste like candy. Number two, it looks unappetizing. And now number three, I find out it's made from bug goo. These are all things that people need to know. Stop serving candy corn on Halloween. It's something that should just disappear. It's not natural. It's not good. It's not okay. It's gross. Wrap it up with congrats, I guess. A New York City man now officially holds the record for most shoplifting arrests in one year. This year, Isaac Rodriguez, who is 22, has been arrested 46 times for retail theft. During his spree, he stole from various Walgreens stores at least 37 times. And in total, he was arrested 57 times for offenses including petty and grand theft arsony and gang assault. Rodriguez reportedly stole things like baby formula, lotion, lingerie, dove soap, energy drinks, and toothpaste in the plain sight. New York's bail reform laws means he's been in jail and released several times, obviously. I mean, he's been arrested 57 times during the year. I just wonder if he's been caught 46 times. How many times has he got away with it, do you think? Oh, yeah, right? Hundreds, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe even thousands. Who knows? Has he paid for anything, I guess, is the question. Not a record you want, but at 22, he's got plenty of stealing left to go, I think. Mm -hmm. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. That's the latest from Pop Evil there. It is Survivor here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, I would label you as pretty forward-thinking, my man. I'm very forward-thinking. I mean, you're very comfortable. Uh, in fact, one would say you encourage full frontal male nudity. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I can't imagine this would be an issue for you, but for some people, and certainly the state of North Carolina, it's become a thing. Uh, for instance, there is a brewery there in North Carolina that's called Flying Dog. And Flying Dog, much like a lot of you know independent and small breweries, has uh, you know all sorts of different kind of beers that they name, and they have creative things, and also creative kind of packaging and imaging and labels that go on these particular beers that they have. And one of their most popular beers that Flying Dog has has a label that I would say is well relatively suggestive. It's an artist drawing. It's a cartoon, but it's a cartoon of a nude man. Now it's not like fully ridiculously detailed but there's a you can tell that it's a naked man if that makes sense and uh the state of north carolina has said banned not allowed to be sold in the state of north carolina because the label is what politicians are calling quote in bad taste and so guess what we have now big j first amendment issue headed to the supreme court there in the state of North Carolina. The Flying Dog CEO, Jim Caruso, is fighting the good fight, saying that it is a First Amendment issue. We'll see how the judges rule, and if they allow uh, the Americans in North Carolina to enjoy a beer that features a label that may or may not have a 
blackmail appendage on it. But I can't imagine why this is such a thing. But then I remembered, don't forget that we live in a state that also banned alcohol for goofy reasons. This was the name. Do you remember back, I think it was like 2012... Idaho banned Five Wives Vodka because of the name Five Wives. Now, to be fair to our uh, home state, we did turn that around in like a month and reverse that decision. And you now can buy the Utah-based vodka here in the state. But for a while there, we got up on our moral uh, kind of like soapbox and was like, we can't have polygamy (laughs) in our liquor stores. And it was a really weird stance that we were taking in a state full of really weird stances. Yeah. And we were doing that yet again. And so now it's happening in North Carolina. Now, of course, that's the only place you can purchase this beer currently. But all this has done, of course, has made the brewery more popular to people that don't mind that kind of stuff and they want to seek it out and buy it. So now it's a good thing. In the meantime, however, it is and so the, we continue to decide to not have things on the shelves for very weird reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, I've seen the label. It's nothing that's like too, I would say, risque or crazy. It's just a thing, and it's only a thing because you made it a thing, if that makes sense. So uh, I don't know when we'll realize that we need to stop bringing attention to things that we're not fans of because all it does is make people want it more. Yeah. But we haven't figured out that lesson Just yet. helped them out there. Yeah, thanks a lot. And I'm sure Flying Dog appreciates it very much as well. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Still looking for that uh, Nick and Big J beer. I know you're allergic. We were close at one point. But we got to get together with a brewery and make that happen. Now, you wouldn't be uh, against being on the label, would you? No. What? Come on. Okay. Just no, because I'm allergic though, right? to beer doesn't mean I, I'm like anti-beer. No, no, I know you're Jeez. not anti-beer, but I'm just making sure that, you know, you put your face on something that you would endorse. Yeah. That you'd be somewhat of a fan of. I'll let you taste it for me. All right. Sounds weird already. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions next on the x Rock. <laughs> I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we're going to get you set up with some tickets because uh, Friday at the Rev Center, you got uh, a concert coming to town, Alien Weaponry and Gojira. So that show is happening again Friday at the Rev Center. We'll get you set up with those tickets. You just need to figure out bad impressions here this morning. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. That's the number that you need to call if you'd like to play. And bad impressions works like this. Big J's got three clues. Now each one of those clues points to somebody that is a celebrity that's pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less. And congratulations, French Metal is happening with you on Friday. Hello, The X. What's up, guys? How you doing, buddy? What's your name? This is Shane. All right, Shane. Good luck. I played Sidney Bristow on the hit TV show Alias. Uh, I'm next. Before there was a Marvel Cinematic Universe, I played Elektra in the movie Elektra. Um, uh, Jennifer Garner. Yes! Yeah, dude. Good job, Shane. Hang on one second. You're surprised? Yeah. Uh, what was clue three for fun? Shameful that most people know me for having been married to Ben Affleck. Uh, but why is Jennifer Garner in the news? Speaking of Alias, uh, it's the 20-year anniversary of that show, and the cast has recently got back together uh, to honor that. And uh, Jennifer had sent a text to one of the uh, other uh, cast members named Carl, uh, only it wasn't Carl. It was somebody else, and she had sent a picture Ooh. Whoa. But now she's fully clothed, oh. and uh, it's just a nice picture. Unfortunately, it was the wrong number. So the the person nice said wrong number, and then she promptly sent a picture of herself. Wait, another picture? No, no, no. 
Uh, the person who yes. accidentally got icy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that seems like it's a weird, like, logic jump to me. Like, if I were to get, like, some random picture of a celebrity, I don't think I'd automatically assume that that was a celebrity who was texting me a selfie of themselves. You right, I mean? right, right. Well, no. What happened was is is she was trying to make contact with somebody that's like you got the wrong number, and she thought that uh, it was messing with her. So it's like, no, it's really me. Here's a picture. And now I got Jennifer Garner cell. Yeah. And uh, now their best friends are dating. Look at that. How about that? No, Pretty I cool made that story. up. I oh. made that up. Oh. But uh, she called it a humbling experience <laughs> because she got a wrong number. Well, because she assumed that the person would know that. Hey, I'm famous celebrity. Oh, yeah. Oh, did the other person didn't know who Jennifer Garner was at all. Period. I, I mean, I don't have the actual Instagram. This, or her. Does, this doesn't seem like it would be humbling unless they had no idea who she was. Uh, having somebody not believe that some random number is a celebrity, I don't feel like it would be a, that unbelievable of a story. But I understand it. I get it. At least she had fun with it. So there's that. Uh, True Time, I, I have never seen an episode of Alias. You oh, know? really? Uh, yeah. Was it good any show. good? Yeah, it was great. Did you watch the whole thing? Back in the day, yeah. Back in the day, it was like, you know, water cooler stuff. You know, people get together and discuss the episode. Talk about Alias. Yeah, yeah, they don't do that anymore. They wait till the show's over. What's the premise again? Super secret spy stuff? Yes. Okay. Is she like, uh, is she like, um, like activated or something like that? Like she didn't know she was activated. a spy and then she becomes a spy? Or is she always in the know? She's always in the know. Okay. So she knows what's going on. She's been highly trained to do all this stuff and she just has Sydney's to wear- Sydney's her alias. Skin, skin tight clothes in order to get the job done. And thank you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. That is Seether. That is Wasteland. That is wrapping up the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J selected a movie to watch and review for you for streaming dumbass called The Resort. It is available to check out on Hulu if you'd like to watch along with him and wait for his review tomorrow. We found out there is but one undefeated team left in the morning after fantasy football league and that belongs to yours truly congratulations to me <laughs> i am the only undefeated team left at four and zero as we head into week number five and we also discussed how there is no such thing as medical meth so try not to use that excuse if at all possible uh it's gonna do it for us big j but that does leave you with the floor sir yeah happy birthday to james bond on this date in 1962 dr no came out oh no the book or the movie the, the movie beautiful uh, how long had the book been in published before they made the movie? Oh, had that it, I 50s? don't. Did it come out in the fifties? Had to have, right? Uh, yeah, probably late fifties. There you go. But I don't know for sure. Uh, and uh, still one of your favorites, right? That holds up. My favorite fictional character of all time. Well, no, I meant the movie Doctor No in particular. Oh yeah, Doctor No. I mean, all the Sean Connerys. Uh, you can count on. There's a couple Roger Moores that are forgettable. <laughs> you or, like Dalton's? All of Dalton's? Yes, all I right. did. Nice. One, well, no, no, no. I take that back. Just one of them. <laughs> How many did he make? Two. Uh, oh, that's all he made was two? Yeah, I thought he's Living Daylights and License to Kill. Uh, living Daylights. Uh, next set of extract brought to you by DMB Supply. Get the DMB Supply for all you need to work and play in the West, from lawn and garden supplies to a huge selection of pet food and power tools. DMB Supply has the brands you love and the expertise to guide you on your way. It's going to do it for us. See you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X Rocks.